which nobody watches. Shout out to Gina who 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 watches. That's about about it. But you know, cats watch on the on the back end. Cats watch okay. on the back end. <laughs> Man, how are you? I'm chilling. How are you? I'm doing all right. Crazy enough, I was thinking about my bowling. I picked up my ball today and was like in the mirror, like looking at my form. I said, "Oh, we're here now." I'm low key obsessed with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I understand. Because you trying to get you trying to get good at it. Yeah. I you know what I mean? And when you set your mind on something, you try to get real good at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I understood. I understand. Yeah. But it really shocked me because that's something I did when I was playing basketball. I looked at myself, shooting the ball in the mirror, watching my form, making sure it was in line, it wasn't out. Like So I was like, oh, I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm literally watching my form in yeah. the mirror. Like I was like, wow. <laughs> It was here, funny. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> I'm gonna be bowling 300 in no time. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. How are you, Keith? How's everything? I'm doing okay. I am in Charlotte at yeah. the moment. If you see the, back, the yeah. background, I'm in Charlotte, um, making things happen um, here. Um, quite a few things um, that I'll tell you offline, but we're, we're making things. We're making moves. Um, I saw my daughter on Saturday, and podcast listeners, I got to update you on that. That's been a thing. Um, update you as much as I can update you. But I um, think we should start with that because you meant to do it last episode, correct? Uh, I mean, yeah, I meant to do it last episode. Um, yeah, but time just didn't permit, and just the way things were going. I was right, like, right. I was it like, was, eh, it was a mess. Yeah, it's not one. This is more like a welcome back. Yeah, like <laughs> this is not the platform. Um, <laughs> But well, as I tell you all this, as I tell you guys this, please remember to keep myself and my family in prayer. You know, as um we're going through this, um it's not the end of the world. Just funny enough and sadly enough, in some respects, this is not the worst thing that I've ever been through. Um, in perseverance, work of patience, patience, work of character, and things of that nature, which is why I can say that. Um, yeah, um, I guess the last time we talked about it, I was getting ready to go to custody court you know in order to and i don't know if i told anybody that on on here but we're getting ready to go to custody court and that was pretty much like the last time that we podcasted was around may or april april might have been the last time correct me if i'm wrong april might have been around the last time that we podcasted prior to two weeks ago um so everything just went on hiatus your boy was just tired of saying barely daddy loves you and not being able to show it to his child it's just, it's just that simple. I was tired of that. You know what I mean? It was getting to me. Um, Sean knew that it And Sean, you could talk. I know you're trying to give me my space, and I know yeah, you're trying on. to. No, yeah. but yeah. Um, you know, my co my co-hosts understood that it was getting to me, and they they realized it, and so they didn't they didn't think anything other than what it was, which is like you know Keith is spent. Keith is tired. We can see it in this man's face. We can see it at the end of these at the end of these. Um, <laughs> that he has come to to the end of of this and so um i saw her yesterday and when i say saw her she spent the day with me she spent the whole 24 hours with me um so like if the lord permits because the the courts have permitted but it's not contingent on if the courts permitted if the lord would permit i'm just saying the courts permitted me to spend ample time adequate time um well time that i pretty much asked for 
with my child. Now, there are some other things that we need to iron out still, but um, we are moving in the right direction. And so I think every last single person that's that's been listening to this podcast and has been asking about my daughter and praying for me in regards to my daughter, the prayers, the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous avail of much. Um, it's not, we are not... Um, they, you know, they weren't for naught, but in the same token, we are not done. You know, what I mean, I plan to be a full, a full father as much as, as much as humanly possible. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, as crazy as that sounds, like I, I plan to be there for my child. And I don't, why it, this pushback is is crazy, <laughs> right? But like I said, um, you already are an amazing dad with everything that you uh been through and you mm-hmm. still stay consistent and focused mm-hmm. on the task at hand mm-hmm. um like i said i know fathers that are in a similar predicament as you and they mm-hmm. don't even want to get started for mm-hmm. whatever reason i will never know um but because yeah. um, when it boils down to it even if you feel like you don't have a right or you messed up in the past um but if you you, you can't as simply as get a reply from a text yeah, you know, what I mean, just asking about your child, you could go to civil court and just be like, "I just want to know how my child's doing." So it's no excuse, is my point. It's not. So um, the fact that one, you don't let anything or anyone come between you and your yeah. child is beautiful, yeah. and then um, your fight and your focusness and your consistency is just—it's admirable. So I, yeah. what I say to that is just keep fighting the good fight and stay true to your calls yeah. and it was it will come through how you see fit absolutely <laughs> and know? i appreciate that tremendously yeah. now i appreciate um shot off the mic as well as <laughs> she has been privy to many 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 rants from me <laughs> and i've sat on the other end and thought who is this happening to because right. she seems way more upset than me <laughs> at times <laughs> it's, it's hard you know? no but that's that's what you want out of a friend you know what i mean mm-hmm. like friends that i can talk to and they can say like yo i'm i'm upset for you mm-hmm. you know what i mean and not even just for you but for that little girl you know mm-hmm. what i mean and so and that's all that we'll say about that mm-hmm. that's all that we'll say about that um but yeah I just, i'm i'm a dad and I'm going to fight tooth and nail to be a father to my child. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm not sorry sorry about that. I really am sorry sorry. that I'm not sorry about that. I'm sorry (laughs) that my fatherhood is offensive to certain people. Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, let's... Um, let's play some tunes real quick, and then we'll we'll definitely get started. Shout out to uh, shout out to Ricky, by the way. Shout out to Tunes. Uh, I thought about you when I just said that, so shout out to him. <laughs> but yeah, let's play some. Of he has real quick. top five, one of the best voices I've ever heard. Who, who Ricky? Yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. I was feeling like this. I was just singing it. I was singing this to my daughter, um, like the other day and she you know she likes to like just nod her head like mm-hmm. and she like always looks at me like my dad is singing you know what i mean yeah like, she's like, oh snap he's singing so like what can i do while he's singing mm-hmm. like i can nod my head or i could give him a little beat or whatever <laughs> this kid is 14 months old and it's like so crazy to watch and so so shout out to you this ain't dedicated to you because it's no. talking about some other stuff but, right but just the just the that moment y'all had yeah just the sheer <laughs> thought of like oh my dad is singing you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 
Can't wait till you can talk though, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me all about it. And I let it. I wanna know, wanna know. Yo, so I did not know. So shout out to Jodeci, come and talk to me. That was Jodeci, come and talk to me. KC, to be specific on the lead vocal. Um, I did not know that, um, what's my man's name? I'll be sure wrote. Absolutely. Uh, I did not know that he wrote. Uh, Absolutely. Forever yes. My Lady. Forever My Lady. For Kim Porter. Yes. Who is uh, Quincy, uh, Quincy Brown's mother and father mm. and it was basically about him like so you having my baby mm -hmm. that was the baby that they were having mm -hmm. which is crazy that's got to be crazy whenever you hear that song on the radio if, if you're the son right right uh, in the in the words of uh jack the ruler <laughs> she's like that's i'll be sure child it is absolutely <laughs> <laughs> she, i remember the first time she said that it was so funny but um yeah that whole thing is definitely um about uh that whole situation which is it's really funny how things play out um and of course rest in peace to kim porter but yeah, um she, she ended up you know having that on and off again relationship with yeah. you know diddy and it's just like and you know he went on to write a song about a female and it wasn't about her and but you would think it would be about her with the history that they had and things like that but like, needless to say you know this is how it works, right? Like people yeah. don't appreciate things till it's gone. Yeah, you know what I mean. Don't want, I'm trying to start the show. I want to start on the somber yeah. note. <laughs> Go ahead, start it. Right. Well, I don't. I can't start right there. But we're gonna try to lighten the mood. We're gonna try to lighten <laughs> yeah, the mood. We can lighten it up. Go ahead. For, <laughs> um, Shaw is my B mic today. Shaw is my B mic every day. <laughs> Definitely. You already know this, man. Absolutely. We, we don't plan on being long but strong today, okay? So we're we going to give you an hour of power. <laughs> All right? I was this, trying to talk to 50 for a powerful hour. Sorry, mm, This episode was recorded Monday, October 18th, 2021. The events discussed have may, may or have not been changed by the time you have... Bah, the events discussed may have changed by the time you hear this. Episode 147 will start in exactly 30 seconds.
Welcome to Thank God for the Group Chat, where we talk about everything under the sun and give out our hot takes on current events and pop culture. And since we really aren't too aware of exactly what Joe Biden is doing, it's mostly about pop culture right now. I am your host, Keith Roberson. Devin will be here with us soon. Sha is here. Tobias is exploring his entrepreneurial side. And we, we thank him for that. And go get that money, brother. And um, 7.30, um, and, and because 7.30 is too early for Alana, she will will be joining us shortly so let's not waste time as we have to as i have to catch a flight in about an hour so let's get right into it mm-hmm. dave Chappelle is in hot water with the abcdefghijklmnogbt community <laughs> as his special uh, we just trying to cover it all yes just trying yes. to cover it all because yes. ultimately like no the a's need something no mm-hmm. the g's need something. well the g's have something but the, the h's need something you <laughs> know you know what i mean like so yeah. All right, so we covered it. Everybody, right? Um, um, Everybody. The special, yes, the the special was heavily based on the transgender community. I would say about the second half of it mm-hmm. was just sheerly dedicated to them. Mm-hmm. So, like, just what were your thoughts on the special show? Thought it was hilarious. Well, look who's here. Our friend Alana is here. Hi, Alana. Lonnie. <laughs> just in time. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? We we like yeah. to thank um Sister Alana for pressing out and pressing through the traffic. Uh, are you are you working from home? I am not. Okay, I so we like to thank her for pressing through. Had to take somebody the, to the airport. Pressing um, through the traffic. I did press through traffic. And making it happen. I appreciate you, my sister. Okay, so we are no talking about Dave Chappelle's special closure mm-hmm. and everyone's mm-hmm. uh, um just initial thoughts on it. I thought it was hilarious. I, I thought it was a great uh, special, um, and for him to go out like that, taking a break. So I believe he said he was taking a break for a while. Am I wrong? And I, I, yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah, on the special. Um, I thought it was complete. I laughed so hard. Um, most people would say like, "Oh, that's insensitive," and all this other stuff. But I would question who are these people saying that? Because for a long time, jokes on an African-American community was hilarious, laughing about what we do at cookouts, laughing about our ways and our culture and things like that. It's, uh, it's hilarious. But the second you turn it on somebody else, it's not funny no more. And I'm like, nah, that's corny. If we if we could laugh at them that hard, we could laugh at uh, what is considered, you know, hillbilly, hillbilly acting. And we could laugh at that. We could damn sure laugh at that community. Um, being, you know, the the big group, the A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and the rest of the alphabet group. Mm. Um, stop being so insensitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, <laughs> right com- it's, it's right comedy. <laughs> it's comedy. Like, I, I thought it was I thought it was hilarious. The only part that I was like, this is not funny no more, is um, the story that he told, which I won't spoil it for anybody, but if you haven't watched, but... Um, that is when I was like, see, that's what I mean. Because y'all don't have a sense of humor, things get taken too seriously. And ultimately, stuff like that happens. Um, I was sorry to hear that. And I, I'm not going to lie, I got a little emotional. But I was I was more so like, I'm glad he told that story. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I was like, people need to hear it. Because if someone who was actually in that community felt that way, you need to lighten up if you're not even in it. Like, like seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Uh-uh. Alana? I loved it. Um, 
I think, sorry, I didn't mean to cover my entire face, but I think that, uh, I think, I think the same thing Sha said, honestly, I think it's comedy. I, so I think that that's the filter that I see it through and listen to it through when I'm listening to it. Um, obviously I'm not a part of, just to speak to the second half, I'm not a part of that community. So I don't necessarily have the same sensitivities that they would have anyway, but, um, I think that I'm generally compassionate. So there were times where he said things and I was like, oh, wow, did you say that? But it wasn't like, I think because the context is comedy, it's like, it's not, oh, wow, did you say that you really need to chill, bro? Like that, it was like, oh, wow, did you say that you're an idiot for saying that? Like, that's how I, that's how I kind of filter through it. So, and I think Dave Chappelle has been known to give us the raw version of everything. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't think there's anything else that you should expect at this point. And if you like him for that, then you'll watch. And if you don't, then you'll stay away. Just like, you know, y'all do the church. Oh, a word. Ain't nobody got no problem with just not going to church when they don't right. like it. But for some reason, we got to cancel everybody and everything else. Wow. She you took just, it You there. ain't showed up. I'm just saying. That's easy to make a choice about. For some reason, Dave Chappelle is forced on you. Why? <laughs> is, this, is this an original point? Yeah, Ooh. it just came off the top of my head. That's mm. crazy. In all in all your years of Christendom, have you ever heard that point be made? No. That's crazy. That, flesh that was and, good. Flesh and blood have not revealed that to you. <laughs> that was the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Mm. Somebody somebody need to hear that tonight. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm. Uh-huh. Well, no, but it begs it begs the question, and I know this might have been said quite a few times, but I mean I don't think we have a clear answer. Um how how far is too far? For comedians, I think there's no limit. There's no limit to what can and can't be said on the mic. It's it's all about your as delivery. a comedian. I think it's, it's all, all about, about your, delivery. your delivery and your storytelling within your act. Comedy is deeper than just going getting up and making funny faces and um, saying one or two punchline joke. It's deeper than that. Mm-hmm. You know that whole if you pay attention because I've watched that special twice. If you pay attention, he's telling you one, his story, his interactions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like these are real life things that are happening to me and I'm finding the humor in this because I can't believe it's even really happening to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think we get lost in that because so many people, and I don't want to do this, but I'm about to anyway. Kevin Hart, you, you, you become yep. repetitive and generic that people are looking for that now. Like that's the standard. No, that's his standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's Kevin Hart because he does it like that. Mm. But he's not on the level of a Dave Chappelle, in my opinion, because I put Dave Chappelle up there with the likes of goats like, um, what's my man's name? His face is right there in my in my face. Richard Pryor. Like Richard Pryor, um, Eddie Murphy. Why? Because they push those limits. They make you think about things that most won't make you think about because you're supposed to be laughing. No, mm. it's it's humor and real things going on outside. Not just the the things that we are told are funny. No, like taking a real situation like that community and everything that is going on with them and his interaction with them. Yeah, that I I, I enjoyed his his story because it's hilarious to me. Like that that's very funny. And I think the part that really makes me laugh is that he's not lying. Like this really happened to him. Real real quick. Y'all like my background? I feel like I feel like Kevin Samuels. I was say, did you just buy a loft in this moment? You cannot because, see what's wrong. Because around. wait a minute. Because wait a minute. 
Because wait a minute. He's starting to get on my nerves. Because just hold on. Because just hold on. Does is he? Because maybe you picked up on that and I didn't. I know he's always playing some neo soul. Forty plus lounge music. It's the same. But song. Is, is it the same song every it's time? It's the same. That's oh, why that's, I know it. That's why I know it. That's In that's wild. Moment. That makes it funnier. You cannot say what's wrong or right. See, it wouldn't have been as funny if he just had his music on like um, something different. On shuffle. Week. Yeah, it's just on shuffle, and this is just kind of my groove. Nope, nope, but you nope. intentionally. This is my this theme song. song. I'm mad. <laughs> This I'm is my theme song. In this moment, you cannot say what's wrong or right. I'm mad at him for that. I'm mad at him for it. Strategically done, because Lord knows you can't tell him he's wrong. No, he not will at find, all. Nope. He will find a way Absolutely. so that you know it that he's right. so funny like, to me. Yeah, come on in. Come on in. <laughs> that is so funny to me. Hey, you cannot say what's wrong or right. And he do this. <laughs> Today no, funny, and then he tried to he tried to act like he tried to act like he doing other stuff casually. <laughs> right, no one's texting you right there. I just got done giving somebody a Facebook. Kevin just start the show. Stay man. Y'all really funny, bad. Kevin, start the show. Start the show, Kevin. No, I'm gonna start the show in 15 minutes. Like, he like it's about say, that long. He, no, he literally it will literally say fifteen minutes until showtime, and then it'll take another fifteen minutes getting everything together and drinking his Red Bull. <laughs> I hate nah. and, and Red Bull nightly is wild. Yeah, he's gonna be up for a minute. He's gonna be up for a minute. Alana, um, your thoughts on like you know how far is too far as far as like comedians are concerned? Like, is there oh. a show that you can cross? You were breaking like up truly, is truly, there a line you can look, cross? Truly, as a comedian, is there a threshold that you can't cross? I don't think or it's shouldn't cross. Okay, so I don't think if something is your real life narrative that there's ever a line you can cross because it's your story and you get to decide how you tell it or even how you process it. And if comedy is what you process things through, then how can I literally tell you that's too far? It's your story. That was literally your trans friend, <laughs> like who you knew that we didn't, who you knew found things funny and who made jokes that the same community they're from said is too far. So I just really don't know it. The threshold is too nuanced. So I'm just going to leave it at if it's your narrative. I can't tell you what's too far. I think we live in a world. Well, not a world. We don't live in a world where it's, where, where it's cliche to offend people we live in a country now that and i do call it the spirit of offense where like it's just lording over like it's a principality at least a principal that is lording over this country on purpose yeah that is like yo fam we can't say nothing we got to be afraid to say things you make people fearful of saying things and saying forget for, forget things make people fearful of saying the truth whether it be jokingly, um, serious, or, or whatever it might be. And I'm, I'm not saying what David Chappelle was saying was true or not. I'm not saying that. I'm not here to do that. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not even really here to talk about the content matter. I mean, I, I did find myself shaking my head in some instances. I, in some instances, I did feel like he was reaching, but I did feel ultimately what his goal was, for face value at least, what his goal was. Right. You know I mean, um, and um, 
So um, last question on this. People tend to call Chappelle a genius. So what do you think his purpose was in doing this with the subject matter he chose? Lighten up. Yeah, in short terms. And he is a genius because the way in which he presented this notion, which essentially I think the point was, y'all keep calling me transphobic. Okay, I'm going to call myself that. So here I am owning it. Now let me tell you the irony behind the fact that you call me transphobic and how I've actually had a trans friend. And it's not just the same way white people say, hey, I have black friends. I mean somebody that I actually took in, put into, into a, on a platform that I didn't have to, mm. And actually got to know and took the time to like embrace. And how ironically also that same person found these jokes that you find transphobic funny mm. and worth looking up to and worth emulating. And so I think it was just a moment to show all the irony and the things that he's been called and how if you still call me that after this, what's the what's the what's, what's the gay version of Uncle Tom? The gay version of Uncle What's wrong with you? Because that's that's literally what I thought of. I'm like, I'm like, like you can literally have just been speaking to an Uncle Tom for the gay community. That's all I want to know. What's the wrong gay with version you? of Uncle? I, I don't know, but I feel like I feel like. You want me to say RuPaul? Like what? I don't that's know. Because I, mean, I feel like if I say something, whatever I come up with that I think is funny, they're gonna, gonna hate you a lot before I start. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna, gonna say it. They're gonna come back. I'll be canceled. Whenever, whenever. <laughs> Whenever we get famous, they're going to come back and look, listen to this podcast and get you I'm out I'm not of doing here. it. I'm not doing it. Child. That's why I say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I don't have the answer to that. That's really what I felt like, though. Like, mm -hmm. like it, even though she said what she said, like, yo, this ain't like how white people say, like, I got black friends. I'm like, man, you picked the one transgender person that felt this way and then highlighted this to support your opinion. I can I see I can see the yeah. other side of it. But it's not anecdotal. And I think that if you take that route again, you're leaving it with just the you just have the. um the desire and the drive to just find something wrong with it. Cause mm -hmm. this is, there's no way you can't see the irony in this. And then you leave it and you say, well, the Especially reason that doesn't matter is cause it's it anecdotal. Ended. It's like. How it mm -hmm. ended. That's what did it for me. Not to cut you off Alana. It's the way that <clears throat> individuals live ended. Mm. It, it's like, okay, he's saying all of these. I'm thinking he about to tell that person to come out. Like, I want you guys to meet. And mm. when he hit me with that line, I said, wait, what? Like, oh, wow. Like, I was like, wow. Now, now all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, this is not a lesson for y'all to lighten up. I don't know what is. Like, I, I really don't. I really but don't. Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle tells irrefutable truths. So mm -hmm. even when he was telling the comparison between the way the black community is treated when there's an issue and we raise our voices versus the trans or the LGBTQ community raises their voices and how quickly people respond, you you can't you could be mr lgbtqia mm. and you still cannot say that's not true mm. now you might say that's true and still think y'all deserve that level of urgency but you can't say it's not true because that's just a fact how you mm. feel about that fact is different mm. but that is a fact and you've seen that play out over the years mm. they just they they just get more urgency mm. And they are, we are not the same. That is not the same minority. You cannot group us together and say, well, we're all minorities. Hello. I beg to differ, but I'm really not begging because I don't want your permission. It's just different. 
I'm just asking to know which one of y'all minorities were slaves. For- Never mind, I ain't about to do that. Next topic. But I ain't about to get canceled. So right. <laughs> Next topic. Let's move on. Hello. <laughs> Hello. As Alana would say, and as Adele would say, Adele is set to release her first album in six years entitled 30. Last week, she dropped the first single off the album. Here's Sharice with her thoughts on the new song. Wait, wait, wait. Adele insider, Sharice Richardson. (laughs) Her thoughts for Adele's new song. Okay. So, um, fun fact, right? Um, I totally forgot that when she's speaking, she's speaking from the UK. I always forget that. So when it said that the um, song was going to be released last Friday, I was literally waiting for Friday, like 12 a.m. Friday. Um, I'm bowling Thursday night, and I see that it, the post said, now available, Adele. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, oh, yeah, like UK time. So I'm bowling. Mind you, I'm, I'm having a bad day bowling. So I'm like, oh, this just made my night. I'm playing. It was this. I only bowled at this point one. Yeah, one game. I have three. Like, I have two more to go. I listened to it for the entire time. Like, and that's about two hours or so. Um, and I'm listening to the lyrics and I'm like, oh, she's telling her story. Oh, okay. We getting classic Adele. Like, yes, we got a new look, but we are still staying true to who we are as far as music. I love that. Um, yeah. I just think that works for Adele. I don't want to really hear Adele talk about her flashy life and all the wealth and all the stuff. I want her to stay true to who she is as an artist. And um, this song is uh, titled Easy On Me. And it's, it's basically her giving her own, in my opinion, um, memoir as to what's been going on with her for the past six years. And um so far, what I got is uh, a little insider into her marriage and being a mom. And she was basically saying, look, I, I was young, man. And I jumped into a marriage and then a baby and it was just too much. And I didn't mm-hmm. think it was going to be that, like this, but it was. And just take it easy on me, please, because I'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure this out. I didn't get it right. Clearly, I'm young and I'm trying to figure it out. And I understood that you had issues and I had issues, but yet we still went ahead and did this. So don't make it seem like, you know, it's just me out here. Like, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, take it easy. Like, I'm admitting where I where I messed up at. You need to too, because you got some stuff with you. Like, don't don't put this all on me, because I'm who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's it, I just thought it was so beautiful because one Adele in a piano, you can never go wrong. And I'm like, that's like, needs to me, in my opinion, her go-to sound. Like, it's like just me and a piano. That's all I need. Mm. And for her to take that and still find a way for the song to be <clears throat> similar in sound as far as what we hear from her. But the lyrical content, the execution's different. She's displaying different vocals, in my opinion, on that song. Um, I, I just thought it, it was just a well-executed comeback. Because most will say, listening to that, like, oh, we heard this before. We heard this before. But I'm like, no, listen to what she's saying. This is a new chapter in her life. Hence why all her albums are titled after her age while writing. I'm very it. excited to listen to it. I'm very excited. Very I pretty. haven't yet. Very I pretty. haven't had the time to be still enough to listen to it. And I like mm. to listen to new stuff, like, actually listen, listen. So, like, it will, though. It'll happen this week. Perfect. It's it's beautiful. And um, I think what I liked about it, 
it was kind of telling me to calm down while bowling. And sure enough, like after listening to it like a good 10 times, by that point, I bowled a strike. And I was like, yep, this is the mindset I need to have. Like, take take it easy on yourself, Shaw. You're not going to be like Michael Jordan of bowling today. <laughs> like, like, you know what not I mean? Not today. Not today. Like, today. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's a beautiful song. Um, Adele looks great. The video is basically picking up where Hello left off. And then I, what I love about it is that um, you see like her beauty, the weight loss, all that good stuff, because it's in black and white. And then at the end of the video, it's in color. So it's basically like, okay, enough of this. Now I'm going to show y'all like where I'm at now mm. in color. And it, it's, just, it's just very, 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 very nicely executed. So I'm excited for um, November 19th, which is when the album drops, because the single easy on me did not fail it did not fail it was mm. very 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 nicely done cool. oh yeah and she's um she was number one for most streams in one day on spotify and itunes okay oh of course i mean I'm not are you surprised, surprised are you surprised i mean me alone i'm sure i'm responsible for a nice little percentage okay. <laughs> you're the, you're the reason probably i'm not gonna lie like i, I listened to that song for two hours straight Mm. Sharice is a huge Adele fan. Huge. Um, she tried to convert me back in like 2011, 2012. 2011. Um, 2011. Um, just stuck in, just CD, just stuck in my car. Stuck, <laughs> stuck in the, And I'm like, okay. Okay, cause she was like, "Keep you sad. This is gonna want to make you <laughs> more sad." I was, but I was sad. I was sad. <laughs> we both so, were sad. <laughs> super sad. <laughs> we both were sad at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking about um an an, an event an eventful moment and um moving forward, how was the millennial tour? The, the millennium tour, Alana. I watched your story. <laughs> I mean, same thing. It is. We sound like my papa. How was those artists that we used to love <laughs> back when we was young? How was the watch everybody? Tour? Everybody who ruled 2003. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. So, I mean, I am a, I'm a person who really, really, really loves um, nostalgic things. Like, I oh liked gosh. my childhood. I really think being a preteen and teenager in the early 2000s was a gift. I think it was dope. I'm very happy to have been there. Um, and so, I love it and everything about our era. And I think that, I think the show, as far as the quality of it, was much better mm. in 2019. Um, oh wow, really? No. We lost Alana. No. Okay, I thought it was us. I thought it no. was me. No. I'm glad it's not me. Alana, come back. Well, I well, hear. why is she going to help? Exactly why that may be. Like. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, so we're we going to take her out. All and right. then re-add her back to the stream. Okay, I hope so. I want to hear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Alana, just sign back in. Um, um, I have a friend, um, my business partner, um, who I'm here to, who I'm here with right now. Um, she actually went to the same concert. Okay. Yeah. Um, so apparently, all that I know, the takeaway from it is that Omarion kicked down the daggone, um Kick down the daggone uh, chairs. Well, he didn't kick them down, but he put the chairs down. The chairs that B2K would have sat in, and and so that was a that was a thing. Oh wow! It's, 
So, Alana, did you notice that? Did you notice that Omarion um, put the? How did he? How did he do away with the chairs that B two K was proverbially sitting in? He just pushed them back. Oh, he pushed them back. They weren't yeah. down. Mm-mm. He said they were sitting up at first. He okay. did. Uh, he did bump, bump, bump. He did. Why I love you. Kind of dedicated it to the fans and pushed the chairs back. Like literally, just pushed them back. Oh, did you feel away? Did you feel like this was? I think a, that a sign no, of sorts that they ain't never coming back. Yeah, <laughs> and they ain't never coming back. Yeah, it um, kind of makes you. It kind of makes you think that they weren't even supposed to be up there in L.A. Like they just came out and surprised them. Why are you surprising me? When I don't rock with. In, 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 time out, time out. You you know that it was Rasby's idea. Of course. Now I know that is Mental Health Awareness Month, and shout out to October and all of that. But you could tell. That was that man's idea. Everything dramatic or potentially traumatic in that group <laughs> is Rasby's idea. Everything. Everything. All the things. Potentially all traumatic. Of the are are Rasby's idea. Everything that leads to them all needing mental health checkups is Rasby's idea. <laughs> wow. I, 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 okay. I, and I agree. It's Rasby's idea. I, I agree. Man, I really, I, I really like April, but that's that's Omarion's baby mom. Man, you should do that. <laughs> you should still do that. Love you is love. You don't really like her. He don't love really is, like her. Love, they over with. You didn't see. Love they is done. love. You need to do that. Yeah, I, but what I was saying was the only person who wasn't on there from the 2019 uh, was Mario, and right. I I liked seeing Mario perform. Um, and so it mattered to me. But um, Mario for me was the highlight of the night as I was at right. the 2019 performance, yeah. and man. It made me like I was always a fan of of, of Mario, me right. too. But it made me, um, and here comes Devin. Shout out to Devin. Thank you, sir. Um, we'll get to him shortly. Um, yeah, Mario. I was always a fan of Mario, but that mm. made me like a a real fan. Like I don't care who hears this. I'll scream this from the rooftop. This man is a bona fide, bona fide talent. You know mm. I mean, because he he was singing his behind off. Yeah, mm. he was, and they didn't even know it. And you know who who came and did that this year, uh, but then he kind of watered it down with his behavior was Samuel. Samuel. But what he did was he he I think that he's felt some type of way because you know Sammy really has never gotten he's never been held at a status of you know whatever, um, and he like... felt some type of way about it, right? And he made a moment. He ranted about that. Did for a good really? moment, yes, he went into a rant. I know y'all out here. Appreciate y'all for being here. But, he was like, "Y'all trying to act you. like I ain't give y'all. I like crazy things I do." Da 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 da. He was naming his songs, and I'm so like, I'm, "Yeah, so you I'm, did. You you were you were you were 14. Yeah, you did. You were 14 when you gave us the a lot of. You said, "Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did." I was literally in the audience, like, "Talk your stuff, Sammy." Okay. Nobody, was, no one's trying to act like that. No one. Yeah. No, but but also I was in the back of my head like, well, who said that he? Who I think he that <laughs> right. We we like. I like. We do. We love it. But it was 1999. So <laughs> he uses that as a point to say that he started it. And I guess if we're talking about years, and he's just talking about his they era of did. teenage singers, they should have did hardball. <laughs> he played mm. that. He sang it. Did Bow Wow come out and do his part? No, he just sang. He just sang the hook to Hardball. Um, but he and he kept pointing out. He was like, "No auto tune, no auto tune." He wanted you to know, 
I'm the realest singer on this stage. It's like everybody who knows music knows that. Everybody yeah. knows that. That's okay. We know I that. Don't... You ain't got to tell us. <laughs> Sammy, you know you, but Sammy. you also opened the show. So so relax. Just relax, Sam. Just relax. <laughs> you also opened. We and, and they and they line up shows for reasons. There's a reason why they line up the show the way they do. Sammy was the first <laughs> headliner on the show and then came Soldier Boy. <laughs> and and I will and there was still a good number of people walking in when Soldier Boy and Sammy were performing and the lights were not all the way down yet. So nobody's saying you don't matter, Sammy. You wouldn't be here if you didn't matter. But what we're saying is you don't have to scream that you matter. Just say it. Hey, I matter. I'm, I matter. Next song. I yes. like the way yes. you. <laughs> yeah. I put you in the fire seat. Make sure you're tight. Right. Crazy things I the do. Crazy for things they do for love. Yeah, and then he sang his little remix to the the song uh, "Wetters." I remember that when that came out, that was a big deal. And then what his song? songs "Come with Me." So the song "Wetter" that Twister did, that people remixed a lot. Wayne okay. had a remix. Oh, Sammy yeah, had yeah, a remix that. that was pretty big. And so, mm-hmm. well, not big, but people a lot of people liked it. Um, mm-hmm. He did that, and so you know, people knew his music. It ain't like it's not like we didn't know it, but yeah, the concert was saying. great. I will say the worst performance of the night. Let's uh, oh okay. lord all right don't, don't. Go, go, let's it? do it and then we'll, we'll do a part two Dang, next time was it was it the worst okay neck and neck ashanti and yang yang twins i knew so, it god dang it so ashanti not because she okay ashanti can't sing and she's a very very mediocre dancer okay so she's somebody that i can just appreciate listening to on itunes because now and then she's had all the work in the studio to help it sound decent enough for me to really enjoy it. And I like her music. But when watching her in person, I was like, I, I just could have done without it. It wasn't like my ears are bleeding, but I just could have done without it. And when you're live, you try to add all these different inflections and do all this other stuff, like hold notes out unnecessarily because you're trying to give it a little splash versus the record. And I didn't. I never I want her to that. do that. I thank, that. Thank you, Alana. Not the splash. I appreciate that. A little splash. A little splash. And Yin Yang is just Yin Did she look nice? Did, did, did Sis kill the outfit or what? I think Ashanti always looks nice. Yeah. Okay. I'll just make it short because I'm just like. Yeah, she looks great. I mean, she's uh, fine. So, she's so more. So more more on the scream. Um, I keep calling it the scream tour. More on the. I mean, okay. yeah. More on the scream tour adjacent. Um, in a couple of weeks, because I, I I remember when I went to that when I went to the one in 2019. I talked yeah. about it for three weeks straight. So yeah. I know there's I know there's a lot more to talk about. So we'll we'll yeah. be back. Um, recently, one of Thank God's own has become a manager at an auto shop chain. Right. We are ever so proud of him as a collective. However, as a podcast host, I leverage my friendships and manipulate our conversations into potentially great podcast content. And I'm sure that facetious statement will get me in a lot of trouble going forward. So without further ado, I present to you our new segment on this show. I like to call Chronicles of an Auto Shop Manager by Devin Moore. (laughs) How y'all doing? Hey, Dev. Uh, good to see everybody. Hey, Alana, absolutely. Shy. Hey, Keith. What it do? So, um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, just quick um, backstory. Yeah, I was I was hired on. Um, I don't even name. Guess I won't name. I don't name it. Y'all can see where I work on my Facebook. Um, so I got hired. Oh no, he was this. talking big junk on the on the other day. I said, "Man, I was like, yo, you got to tell this story, but you don't have to name the." He was like, "I don't give a." 
I don't care. <laughs> today, today is Monday though. That was Thursday. Well, not. All right. Today no, is Monday. No, straight. No. So no. January, I got no, no, no. No, I did. I say it. No, no, I say it. So <laughs> y'all crazy. So January, January, I got hired on at uh, Mavis Tires and Brakes as an assistant store manager, and um, back uh, about four and a half months ago, I got promoted to a store manager at another store. And um, I got moved a few weeks ago um, to another store to run it. And uh, so, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that they want us to do from up top. If anybody has ever worked any type of sales jobs, you know, there's different metrics they want you to hit, little silly little things. Um, You know, out of all the tires and brakes and, you know, safety work we perform, y'all would crack up at the amount of meetings we have about wiper blade sales. It's hilarious. Um, so <laughs> yes, yes. Just to give you a little, yeah, it's, it's terrible. We've had impromptu phone conferences about freaking wiper blades. Um, so, so, uh, I came in, I had to come in, um, this new store I took over, um, is going through a big transition. There's, uh, um, like 80% of the staff left before and I'm new coming into the store. They had to bring over an assistant store manager to help me. Actually, I got the same one that worked with me at my last store. Mm-hmm. So her first day at this store was this past Sunday. I'm um, not fit th- or two Sundays ago, technically now. And, um, I was, you know, he told me to go in, um, so I could open the store for her. She didn't have keys yet to the store. That was going to be her first day. So I get there, I ended up working, right? I ended up there for a few hours. It got busy, what have you. So inventory, when inventory comes around, every store manager is responsible for staying for inventory because we hire one of those outsourced, you know, accounting companies and they come in after we close for the day. So, um, so freaking I, uh, I, uh, I had to come in on Wednesday for inventory and he's known when our inventory was um, for the past month or so. He's known um, I was going to have to come in on an off day to do this inventory. So he found out uh, when I went in there on Wednesday, he was my regional manager was actually there um, at the store as well. And um, he asked me if I. Uh, he asked me if I had a, uh, or he had found out that I. Had Man, tell tell it like how you told me, bro. <laughs> hmm? Tell the story how it. you told me. I'm I'm telling it. No, you give you telling it like you on the stand at court. Tell it like you talking to me <laughs> on the phone. I'm gonna tell it how it comes out. You gonna tell so it anyway. in an entertaining way <laughs> as we doing a podcast. <laughs> So, he so said, like, uh, understand. So he found out that I was uh, that I had clocked in on Sunday, and uh, he goes, he goes, why'd you clock in on Sunday? I, I said, well, I ended up, I ended up working, I ended up being here for a few hours. He said, <laughs> he said, why'd you clock in? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the end of that. Like, that's the like, phrase right there. Why like the hour in? bandit is just out here, just clocking in to work at random places. <laughs> you know you're supposed to be clocking in all willy nilly. <laughs> so, 
Why'd you clock so, in to what? Ask me why I clocked in on Sunday, right? Like, come to me like this is a problem. I told him, I'm like, look, I ended up working, right? He goes, he goes, we're going to have to figure something out. You can't uh, for the rest of the week. He said, because I, I said, what's the big deal? He said, because you're going um, you're gonna to get that good manager bonus. I said, no, explain the good explain I said, I will. I will. I said, <laughs> so, okay, I'll stop there. So the good manager bonus apparently is this bonus that you get as a store manager if you work at least six hours over your scheduled hours, right? Okay. Um, they give you this bonus mm. on your next on your next week's paycheck. Right. Okay. Um, and it's uh, I'll be I'll be completely transparent. It's $250, right? On your next <laughs> week's paycheck. Um so, um, <laughs> what? So, all right. So, uh, action, right? I'm like, uh, why are you acting like that's a problem? It sounds great to me. He right. said, no, nah, because he said, you, he's like, you're not supposed to, uh, he said, if you get that good manager bonus, then, uh, he said, then, uh, you know, James got in trouble for that from Torino. <laughs> Torino is his boss. <laughs> Torino is his boss, who, he seems to be afraid of apparently because <laughs> I just can't figure out for the life of me what the issue is. On me, sir. Huh? Wait, why is there like, a fear is... of get? But why is there a fear of getting a bonus though? Why? <laughs> like, don't be talking because after... you're gonna get that good, 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 good manager bonus. <laughs> manager bonus. Like that's literally. <laughs> that's literally like. Oh the tone. no! You're gonna like... get a good manager bonus. <laughs> like, like, like he came in like, hey, <laughs> you ain't clocking. You ain't get that good manager bonus. <laughs> 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 Y'all crazy people. And I'm like, like that's it's crack. You're right. What you doing clocking? What you doing clocking in on Sunday? What you doing? You clocked in? <laughs> oh no, you clocked into what? Shh, come here. You gonna get that? You gonna get that body? You gonna get that? that good manager bonus. <laughs> oh god, that's funny, man. So. So I come to find out that speculation from some other managers might might have it that uh, that um, the good manager bonus may affect my boss's bonuses. So um, when I found that out, only one person can get you. I call. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Like, like we gonna have to go out. We ain't got, we ain't got quick. no two two fifties to pass out every two weeks. Somebody gonna have to stay. Good yeah, somebody, somebody gonna have to stay home. We ain't got no two two fifties. All of y'all working extra hours. We don't need that much help. Yeah, so we're trying to help people. Nigga, two two. Two two fifties. <laughs> two two fifties, Alana. What's wrong with you? Yo. <laughs> wait, but wait. Yeah. It's every week. Every week you work over for. <laughs> yeah. For your two yeah. So uh, this is a company that already has a system in place to, <laughs> to compensate you. And this man came in here acting like this is some shit. I mean, this is something off of, uh, 
like a horror story. Like, you know what happened to the last man? You ain't around no more. Why we? Why we make him sound like? I the, hate it. Why we make him know, sound like the gingerbread man? Seriously, he's big scared. It fits the tone. It fits the tone. So yeah, that's wild, bro. But uh, long story not as long. Yeah, I hit up payroll the next day. I was I just played dumb. I was like, you know, I was here yesterday. My manager told me not to clock in. I don't. She was like, he told you to what? She said, uh uh. So she's on my side. She 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 got me straight. Payroll. Get all your bonuses. Mm hmm. But uh. But yeah, I was just I was fooled because I'm already. If you, you don't you want people, definitely earned it coming in you, on your day off. If you don't want people to get right. it, don't call it something good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you worked over the worked over your time bonus or, or something. Or just yeah. what it, or just what it's always been called overtime. Overtime. <laughs> yeah. Right. Don't give me right. incentive in the title. If you stay, we'll give you. The good manager bonus. <laughs> <laughs> so OT? No. Terrible. That's what it sounds like to Terrible. me. Sound like OT to me. Terrible. Well, thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. Thanks for listening. I just right, want so- everybody to work hard and earn that good manager bonus. <laughs> I want a good manager bonus. I want, I want a good manager bonus. I want a good manager bonus. Devin wasn't, the, the crazy thing is he wasn't even tripping off of no good manager bonus. He just came into work. Just a harder right. I Just even, a service. I didn't know, because like, this, this is, is my first time this is, how, about. this is how they sweep it under the rug. They don't even talk about the good manager bonus. Like, <laughs> nobody talks about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even like, you know what I'm saying? They try to keep it stuck under the rug. That's like, dumb. The fact yeah, that this is you know, taboo, like, the fact that this is taboo right. is dumb. Right. Like, you, you gotta open up. No. You gotta get to a no. stuck together page it. in your employee handbook no. to find out about the good manager bonus. It's $250. Forget, forget how much it is. The title, man. The title right. is hilarious. Good manager bonus. It's the good so manager. I'm yeah, a good manager. And, and the dumb what part is that Devin is going to say Devin is going to say good manager every time. He's not going to just yes. ever call it the manager the, bonus. The, the, no, right. no, right, it's, right, it's, right. it's the good manager bonus. Right. Because when I called payroll and the lady was talking to me and I was telling her why I was there on Sunday, she cut me off. I was like, I was like, yeah, I was there. I started helping. She was like, you was being a good man. I was like, yes, I was. I cannot, bro. I can't. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's too good. I can't take it. It's too good. It's too good. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Good job, good manager. Good job. Good job, Good job. Thanks, guys. Ooh, yeah, we, we need to keep this going because I know this job stresses you out with those uh windshield wipers at the at the tire shop. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my I know we a tire shop, but but I need to have this meeting again because we really need to be pushing these windshield wipers. <laughs> Yo, make sure you add them. Make sure you add them with every tire, with every tire. New wish it wipes. This is real. <laughs> yes, these are real calls we have. I know. I've, I've been an assistant manager before at a shoe store, and they used to push socks. <laughs> oh my mm-hmm. god! We used to have meetings oh, yeah. about socks. When I Don't. sold, uh, when I sold shoes at Dillard's, foot pedals. Uh, yep, got selling foot pedals with some heels. You, you, they didn't need no heel pads. They didn't need no ankle pads with them heels. 
Y'all it's ankle pad sales kind of low this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, trust me. I know. The people who I buy mean, that type of the people who buy that type of stuff are people who have legit foot problems, not just average people. Mm-hmm. You don't show them a heel pad and they say, oh, I did get some new heels. They don't No, care. they just put on the shoes. Yo, they've gone as far as to tell me in an emergency situation, <laughs> we can discount somebody's oil change just to fit some wiper blades. <laughs> what if they had new wiper blades? Yo, I had some. Yo, true story. Two weeks ago, my man was like, oh, "I think I just replaced them." I was like, "Ah, oh, it's cool. You about to get some more, so I'm just, I'm just giving them to you for free." <laughs> exactly. like, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't matter. Yeah. I've changed my own wiper blades. There's no way I'm paying. Mm-hmm. No disrespect. Uh, the tire place oh, yeah, to change no. my wiper blades. I'm not doing it. I'm not I can buying do it myself. When I need them. I'm not even I'm buying going them from the there. Store. I'm going to the auto store to get my. I'm not even getting them from my store out of spite. And I'm putting oh, them. I'm and I'm putting them, them on myself. I'm putting them on myself. Yeah. <laughs> they gonna be like. They gonna be like. Devin, did you get some new windshield wipers? Can you imagine if they showed up? Because I don't see none of. I don't see none. These don't look like the blades we sell. Listen, we have to move on. The show is almost yeah. over, and I definitely want to yeah. get to this. Thank you, Devin, for telling that story. And I know that this is a stress reliever for you. So Thank we will you, be Devin. we will be back with more from you and from um f- from your adventures at uh, said auto shop. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Re- requiring a pursuit of God in dating. This oh, wouldn't man. be thank God for the group chat without an actual group chat. So just like on this show, we stumble upon interesting topics, and I'd like to bring one to the forefront today. Alana presented us with the idea of not necessarily dating Christian men exclusively, but men that are on a pursuit of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'd like to ask her and what she means by that and how has it worked out thus far. Uh, what I mean by that. And we're definitely going to need a part two for this as well. Yeah, that's fine. So um, what I mean, let me tell you how I came to that conclusion. I um, just have dated a lot of different types of guys, some who are devout Christians, some who are cultural Christians. And what I mean by that is they grew up in the church, but they don't necessarily scope their lives based off what the Bible does and does not say. Um, But they would call themselves a Christian if you ask. Um, And some people who are like, I don't really know what I believe. Right. And so... um, what I found coming from, you know, some spaces where they try to make it a hard rule that unequally yoked strictly means if you're not a Christian, then I can't date you. Right. That's a whole other conversation, but I'll get into that another time. Um, I think that I've, I've for years have felt like the first and the most I think, important. <clears throat> I think we could get into it today and you wouldn't okay. find much pushback. Yeah. Okay. The, the first most important rule for me, I think, was always like, you must be a Christian, must be a Christian. And then it was like everything else we could talk about. Right. I think, though. What happened was I actually came across and and I think my mind, I think my mind was already shifting because I had been mishandled and I think disappointed in specific ways enough by Christian men. Right. Who were like in the church. And these were the devout ones, not the cultural ones. Right. And so I think my mind was shifting from like when I think of I was like, what I think about these guys who maybe weren't in the church or who I took to church with me. And that was the only time they went in the relationship the character that they exuded looked more like Jesus than the ones who knew the word in and out and were in church every weekend by themselves without my doing or my initiation. And so I just gave that thought. And I think that um, for me, what it came down to was like, well, what, 
when you say that you want a man who's a Christian, what are you really saying? And when I answered that for myself, it was, I want a man who has the character of Christ. Um, and to the best of his ability, because obviously none of us are going to be exactly like Christ, right? So whatever that looks like being a disciple of Christ here on earth. And so when I wrote down what those things meant to me and literally wrote them down, um, I think that it was clear to me that really, if that was my goal, then that could possibly not come in a package that states I'm a Christian from the jump because of my experiences mainly. Um, but then I actually had the opportunity to engage with someone in a close enough in a close enough way where that got to be played out in real time. And he was someone who really didn't know, well, really had decided that he didn't believe in anything at all. Had been a Christian for years, grew up in the church, knew the word, had Christians in his life. Most of the people in his life were Christians, but had had whatever experiences that led him to say, um, this isn't what I want for me anymore. But then as I, but then because that was the first time that I didn't like allow that to deter me, I still got the opportunity to just get to know him, learn his character and all these other things. And in that, it was, I think I, I just had this revelation one day. It was like, if anybody asked me if you were a Christian, I would have to say no, because that's, that's the truth. But then if somebody were, were detailed enough to list characteristics that actually sound and look like Jesus, the majority of the answers to those questions would be yes. And I just found that very interesting. And I think that that's where my thought came from. That was like, and I, and I, and I had the opportunity to share this with him too, because he asked me very bluntly, what do you feel about engaging with someone who doesn't have the same foundation of you? I said, I can, and honestly, I could not agree to do that with someone who wasn't at least open to seeking what, what that truth may be for them. Or in your case, rediscovering who God may be to you because you have had a relationship with God at one point. Um, so that's why I landed on, uh, I don't think I anymore stress or start off with, he must be a Christian. I think I start off with, there must be a pursuit of God. Um, and pursuit can look a lot of different ways um, in a lot of different levels. Um, but I just, I think I just trust the discernment that God has given me. And I think I'm, because I'm super prayerful about people that I date, um, I just think God's got me and I, I don't feel offbeat with the way that I'm thinking about this. Um, Cause I've had enough experiential proof like right in my face of it. So that's, mm. that's the gist. <clears throat> I like it. Gracias. I like it a lot. It makes a lot of sense as a female anyway, because our intuition is our number one and best friend, if any, like, you know what I mean? So, um, the fact that you even had that conversation with yourself is pretty dope because oftentimes we tell ourselves we don't we don't want to get superficial we don't want to be unrealistic but it's just certain core things that we just it, it's just a must like it, mm -hmm. it just has to be that because i i don't even see it going anywhere if it's not that mm -hmm. so the fact that you're being realistic one and honest with yourself um i think you're you're well on your way if you ask me <laughs> so best of luck to you Oh, thank you. That's kind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be, I'll be back. You'll be back. <laughs> yeah, part okay. two on the way. No, yeah. but I mean, I mean, I we can definitely on, agree on. You know, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. We don't need to agree or disagree on your life. That's how you live in your life. That's how you. That's your thought process. But um, yeah. could def, we could definitely agree on um um the unequally yoked and equally yoked whole thing i think people well, i know i feel 
I believe people yeah. have that all jacked up and they take that whole scripture out of context. Um, call me crazy. Say that, you know what I mean? My pastor said, say, say it all, but I would, I would beg you, anybody who's talking equally yoked and saying equally yoked, not just to say things just because you heard them, but actually look it up in scripture and find it and do, Please. and do your due diligence on it. Um, he's not talking about marriage when, he, when he's saying <laughs> being equally and unequally yoked. That's not what he's talking about. He's Thank talking you. about partnerships in general now. Now, marriage is a partnership, but when when if you're looking at the author and you're looking at the characteristics of the author and the um the um just you know, just the repetitive nature of the author, you understand when when Paul wants to talk about marriage, you're gonna say marriage. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he's not gonna say partnership and he's not gonna bottle it up with everything else he's going to yeah. mention that and talk about that specifically um yeah so now i would say is it so my pastor um used to talk about prudence preference yeah. and principle now that mm -hmm. that really rocked my world with like how i should make my decisions and how not, and how to be less judgmental on how other people are making their decisions as a, as a believer you know what i mean like so so prudence well, this, well, it goes, this is the hierarchy, preference, prudence, and principle. Like, now, if I date someone who's not a believer, that would be, um, I would classify that under prudence, you know what I mean? And not necessarily principle. It's not necessarily a principle. You find in scripture all the time, well, not all the time, but you find in scripture when it talks about, um, if you do have an, un, if you do have a, a spouse that is not a believer, what you are mm -hmm. supposed to do. So that's to say like context would say, oh, there are believers out here that are married to unbelievers. There are. Um, and then you will find the context if if we look in the scripture about dating. There is no context in scripture about dating whatsoever. Um, it it goes from how you should treat your friends and how you should treat everybody to how you should treat your spouse. You know what I mean? So that goes to say, if in, anybody that's not your husband or your wife, they your friend. Hello or, and good evening. <laughs> or somebody, you know what I mean, or somebody you acquainted with. You know what I mean? Like so like that's I mean, it's safe to say that that's how God looks at that whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah, but like I said, definitely part two. I mean, we don't have a lot of time today, but definitely part two we could get For back sure. into that very soon. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so Sha just good left stuff. us. Yeah. I think I think we did I think we did good guys. We we got in, got out of there. Thank you, Devin and Alana for, for pushing through and Shy for pushing through. Even though she just dipped out of nowhere. She hopped off at one fit one oh five on the dot. Um anything else? I mean oh okay, well um as as you may know or may not know, our podcast is moving to a new platform soon. More details on that later. We are moving to a platform called um Creative Heads. Uh, podcast channel so you can find all of our newer episodes there starting in January um, so we'll keep you posted on that um, so in January in the new year 2022 Lord willing we won't be by ourselves anymore we'll be with the team of people that are dispersing and putting stuff out for us and making it happen and make it look nice and all of that you know what I mean the whole nine you know what I mean all the things that you would want out of a podcast that you love so much um so check us out on Facebook and Instagram for updates um w without further ado Bailey Daddy loves you anybody got anything they want to say 
God bless you, God keep you. Have a blessed Mm -hmm. night. All right. Well, now on to him. I'm going to give the benediction. Who is able. Let's do it. And Devin, don't just say, okay, now he got his hands up. Today, look at him. Look at him. I'm ready to receive. Now I went to him. And Sha- okay, Shaq came back for the benediction. Let me let her in. Let me let her in. Now I went to him. Shut up. What happened? Was I the only <laughs> one that got kicked out? Come to the altar. Was I the only one that got kicked out? Yeah, it was just you. You See, left church before the benediction. Up. No, I didn't. It kicked me out. You didn't even put like... your finger up. You're supposed to put well, your finger up, Shaq. Me and Devin. Why? We used to be in front of the church. Devin and I, we used to be in front of the church. Well, mainly because my father <laughs> made us sit in front of the, of the church. Yeah, he made us sit in front of the church because we was wilding out. Um, he made me and a group of other boys sit in front of the church. Then after a while, he was like, y'all ain't got to sit up here no more. And me and Devin, we was like... Nah, it's cool. We can sit over here in front of the chair. So we sat in front we of the chair. We actually started playing instruments to get away from that. That's real. We went we from start, the front of the church to, to on stage uh, laughing at yes. everybody looking yes. crazy. Yes. Looking crazy. I didn't have no kind of screen behind that drum set yo, either. We, I was wide open. Yo, we, you know, yeah. We used to, and that's how we learned how to like hold our nose. And so that's how the laugh wouldn't get out as loud as, as it would. <laughs> Well, your joint got out every time. And the piano faced sideways. So poor Q couldn't even hide behind the piano. The, everybody could see him. He's sitting there like this. Trying so hard. Charles, oh, not that. Yo, real quick, said. one one time we had this guest preacher who came and rest in peace. He just passed away last year. Um, this around this time last year, I believe. Um, Reverend Miles. So rest in peace, Reverend Miles. But Reverend Miles had a super high pitched voice when he would <laughs> preach. And so he was up there preaching one day, and I was trying so hard. Tears falling down my face. And Devin ain't helping. And he's like, nope. and, and God said, glory be. And, and then God told Abraham that when he gets to Mary, and and then you somebody shout yeah. So somebody shout yeah. And I was like, <laughs> so he, he told me to come up there and he used me as an example in one of his examples. And I just started letting it go. Like, fam, I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it, bro. I ain't even getting in trouble that Sunday. Like, this was super well, understandable. Yeah. Nah, but yeah, I think your dad was laughing too. He was. Now and then, who was able oh, to keep you God. from falling, present you fallless before his presence with exceeding joy. The only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty. Dominion and power, both now and forever, and all God's people say, "Amen." Devin is so serious, lifting his hands up. And <laughs> I love saying that scripture. It's just a beautiful scripture, man. I, 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 like, get I would it. like to say something. Okay, I thought I said if anybody has any. I forgot when you when you said our yeah we we greeting somebody in Jesus name now. <laughs> you know what? We giving the right hand of fellowship now. I don't know what be wrong with y'all. I swear. You know what? I, I would I would like to say I would like to say thank you very much. Go ahead, you got it. Rest well in many prayers to Colin Powell's family because mm. he passed away today. Mm. And he what? was a very important pillar in the black community. He's done a lot for us in politics, Absolutely. and he deserves to be recognized. So definitely, Absolutely. thank you for that. Yes. I thank did you, not, I sure. did not know that. Wow, yes. rest in peace, Colin Powell. Yeah, yeah. Wow. word. 
I don't know if it's terrible. How old was Colin Powell? Well, okay. Well, so it is terrible because he died of COVID and he was fully vaccinated. Right. Oh, you yeah, know. But I believe he was 84. That's terrible. He was 84 years old. 84. You mean what? Yeah, we got what? You mean what? You said no, I mean. Saying, it's unfortunate. Okay. Let's just focus on the gift he gave our community. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and his presence mattered. So let's just absolutely, focus on that. absolutely did. There it I is. I thought Devin was going to enlighten us on. Boy I Boy. was going to cut him off because I I don't. <laughs> no, nah, he started. He started with the, how old want, was he? I was being good. I wanted to do that. <laughs> I really didn't want Dev to do that. Dev, you get that I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't you me, were, You're not going to get that good manager bonus. Yeah. I'm over here I trying you, to get it. I wanted him to keep us 250. Good manager bonus. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all can't see Devin. If you're not watching on, on YouTube, you can't see Devin oh looking God. both ways before he crosses the street. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. All right, y'all. Uh, we hope y'all have a good week, man. Peace. Have a great week, guys. Peace. All right, man.